and now I've hit record. So oh. <laughs> now we're live. Now we're live. Yeah, live. Whoa, yeah. hold on. <laughs> we'll just wait for the calls to come in. Yeah. And then we'll start. So uh, welcome, Darnell Sinclair, to oh. the CrossFit Laugh podcast. Thank you for having me, man. It's a pleasure. Yeah. Uh, usually I'm quite tired because we'll be doing this post workout. Yeah. But not today. Yeah. It's post work, which is <laughs> will be interesting to see whether I work harder an entire day of work or well, an, or an hour in the box. Yeah, it would be good. It'd be good fun. I think we know the answer. So, um, before we get into your long and exciting history with with CrossFit, yeah, I say long and exciting. <laughs> yeah, strap in, people, because yeah. well, I hear it's a mate. <laughs> Uh, first question is how long have you been a member at CrossFit Bar? Um, so I joined ooh, probably about February, March this year. So you fresh, yeah, fresh, fresh, fresh off. Yeah. So, um, funny enough, I obviously living in a place like Bath, know a lot of people, always, um, always heard of CrossFit, right? Never necessarily thought anything of it personally. I was like, I trained a lot. I used to train a lot um outside of that and stuff and then stopped training a little bit and i thought oh let's just find out what crossfit is about and then ironically it's down from my house All right. <laughs> so, nice. yeah it's about what five minute walk and then i came down one day and i just said oh, i want to sign up and then yeah here we are now the rest is history yeah on a podcast with you. <laughs> yeah. and then, then you found out they had a podcast and you're like well this is the dream the dream yeah. gym yeah right we're going to get back to a lot of those points First, but uh, first, I've got to ask: What is your usual class time? Um, so for me, uh, depending on work, um, I normally prefer the nine thirty class in the morning. I've seen you. Um, so I can yeah, I'm about for you. Yeah, so I'm normally there uh, most mornings. If not, it's probably the five or six o'clock class, depending on if I finish early at work. But yeah, it's, it's uh, many around work schedule and stuff. But yeah, I do like the nine thirty class. It gives me a bit of light in the morning. <laughs> now those two classes, yeah, I would say have a very different vibe yeah i can imagine so i, I think there's i don't want you to make you pick your favorite <laughs> right but okay. which is your favorite i just hope none the uh 9 30 class um <gasps> no yeah no joking 9 30 class is my favorite class um sorry to everyone that uh, listens that does five or six but yeah the 9 30 class i have to say it suits me better um because i work in bristol i actually don't work in bath um the company i work for have a location in bath but i work predominantly in bristol um from getting from the crossfit bath center to the train station in Norfolk park it is a bit of a nice commute and then right. uh yeah normally when you're feeling a bit leggy and stuff it's a bit of a horrible walk but apart from that it's all good oh see i thought you were being very diplomatic here and being like the reason i like that class more it's got nothing to do with the people <laughs> in the class or <laughs> the the style of the class it's just because of my work and, yeah. and so that would have been such a good <laughs> i worry that it's such a good loophole that future guests will be able to no, use that I think like, one of my yeah. favorite ones is 9 30 because it means i get to drop my children off to school <laughs> and i love my children You're like, yeah i think you try to catch me out there yeah i'll go <laughs> no i love the i love the people in the class and stuff and it's great mm. i get to enjoy it right final like warm-up question okay. is if someone drops into the 9 30 class yeah how do they spot you um <laughs> uh normally i am the one that is when the coaches are doing the sort of intro and stuff i'm normally the one that's at the front sort of uh saying something stupid or crazy right, yeah. and then yeah i thought you were going to say the other one still out. still coming through the shutters <laughs> yeah. being like sorry guys sorry guys <laughs> yeah that one i turned up a little bit late and they're like where are you where have you been um yeah, yeah apart from that yeah okay. so it's good fun it is interesting the number of people are like oh, i'm probably the one talking when the coaches are talking i'm i'm gonna at the end, get the coaches on. Yeah. <laughs> right, I've got a list of people. I'm pretty sure they're actually. <laughs> so you've mentioned that you're always sort of sporty. Yeah. Uh, so that's usually one of the, the routes I like to go down initially. Yeah. So what is your sort of background in sport in general? Um, so growing up, um, so obviously my family from Bath, grew up in Bath. Um, I think from a young age, sport was always going to be sort of what I wanted to do. Um, family play professionally sports so I've got a professional cousin um, that plays football currently at Bristol Rovers but he's played a lot all over the world and stuff I like that you've got a professional cousin yeah. that plays football and not a cousin that plays <laughs> professional yeah, football yeah I've got I've had a few so uh, there's three brothers so you've got Scott Martin and then Jake and they all played football to professional standards and stuff Martin went to the Paralympics and with um, 2012 with Scott so they both went for football Oh, wow. And stuff. And I think looking up, that was sort of like uh, what I wanted to achieve, do you know what I mean? And things like that as well. So when I was uh, growing up, watching all them, um, 
it was sort of like, yeah, that's what I want to do. And uh, I managed to do pretty well and got pretty far. So, yeah, currently I don't really play much anymore. So, yeah. Now, this is very rare because I would say 98% of the people that have come on that are, that are like background in sport yeah. is probably rugby. Yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah, family's rugby mad or we all did rugby. We loved rugby. Yeah. And I don't think, I, apart from Natty, I really rarely hear people sort of that had a background in, in football. Yeah. Which is very different to where I grew up. Yeah. Because when I was growing up, like everyone loved, I mean, they, they played rugby as well, but it was, yeah. it was much more kind of football was the focus. Yeah. Yeah. Um, me couldn't get less yeah. either one. Well, I think, care. I think especially living in Bath, it's like Bath's a predominantly rugby place. So yes. you don't really hear many success stories in the sport. So obviously growing up and being related to people that have been part of a really small area to get out and play, you know, to the highest level, it's sort of like, I want to try and emulate that in some sort of way. Even the fact that you're actually from Bath makes you yeah. quite rare in, yeah, yeah. on this podcast because yeah. the majority we've moved in from other parts of the world or yeah, other yeah. places so it's uh yeah it's, it's, it's yeah like i said i mean but also the fact that you're originally from bath and it took you so long <laughs> to become a member of crossfit it's, bath it's that crazy. is a mark against you it so is, yeah it's really weird but obviously like i said like for me i so i stopped playing properly i'd say i would say at about 23 24 i mean right. covid kind of ruined whatever small chance i probably had left um but yeah, and to be fair, my main focus was I, I wanted to play football and things like that. So I think CrossFit has only just become more so after the fact. So I think during COVID, I didn't really think any, you know what I mean? Like, they'd still be like, oh, they're still training or things like that. And, and obviously now it's obviously fast forward like a year. I thought I need to get back into training. So I thought, well, what better way than, you know, because you get the whole thing of like CrossFit is like really hard and really tough. And I thought, Do you know what? Let's just chat myself in the deep end and let's just go for it. Have you, so you, you'd heard about it, you said, you know, you kind of had a, an awareness of CrossFit, but yeah. you hadn't, and then you decided eventually to, to check it out. Yeah. How closely did the reality sort of match to <laughs> your expectations or the things you'd heard? Or yeah. What you we, it to be? So if, you, if anyone's listening to this and wants to join CrossFit, can I just say is probably the best thing you probably want to do in terms of trying to get fit and things like that. Right. We've got um, a sound bite for the yeah. episode. That's always good. <laughs> um, first so you do your intro sessions is what i'd say so you do your, your first three intro sessions and the second intro session i was like this is really tough and someone like me background you know you want to push yourself as hard as you can i was like i love this and it was great couldn't walk after but i thought this is great and i thought you know what let's just uh keep coming back and then yeah and fast forward here i am now here you are yeah on the podcast on the podcast <laughs> <laughs> that's the ultimate achievement i yeah, think yeah I, mean, well, like I, I mean hopefully i'll be back on a few more times <laughs> so it's interesting so was it just football then up until kind of the covid like that was yeah i mean that was such a focus that you weren't sort of dabbling from, from in other the sports age of, i'd say eight really if i was being honest um first game I ever went, went to watch and my cousin played um so from then it was just like right you know and then obviously you've seen it success they managed to achieve and then for me it was just like right I want to emulate it. I mean, I didn't get my break until I was about 16. So I started in terms of football quite late. I was never at academy until then. I was never signed or anything. And then, yeah, from 16 to 23, that's kind of when it started going, you know, starting to kick off and things like that. So, yeah. All right. So now that you're, well, actually, let's back up one second more. In your time doing football. Yeah. And I, I mean, you're saying like at 16, you did start to kind of get, yeah, more traction, I'd say. More... Yeah, more traction. And, and I guess at that point, it becomes more, not more serious, but maybe more structured, yeah. I guess is I'd the right agree. word. Yeah, yeah. So was there a lot of kind of gym type training involved in what you were doing for yeah, football? I mean, there was. I mean, obviously, you play, so when I was young, I was playing locally for a few teams around here. Um, school. So in terms of my training, starting like from my gym sort of training and stuff, I mean, school were quite helpful i guess so i went to beach and cliff don't know um if people listen know what it is but it's school up and bare for that in bath um yeah they were really good to me personally in terms of uh training so they handpicked a few people um in my year i don't know if they still do it now but they had um oh what they used to call it they used to call it something where they basically had play uh people from elite sports so football um rugby tennis and also and then gave us all like training programs right so that was, I was about 14, 14, so 14 to when I finished school. 
did that. But then he also got us outside of um, school doing it, uh, ironically enough, down the old CrossFit gym where down by, around the corner from here. Right, it? yeah. Uh, the one at once? Yeah. The one at once? The one at once? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So right. they, we had, um, so we used to go down there once a week, or I did anyway, we used to go down there once or twice a week, train down there, also had the gym at school we used to use after school. Um, so yeah, so they were like, in terms of training and stuff, I was quite good because obviously we had our school football team and things like that so yeah so that was uh that's how i started like got picked for that and then got into that with a few of the other guys and obviously loads of people there that were obviously very keen rugby people keen tennis people things like that so yeah okay so it was it yeah it wasn't just i kick a ball no. or do you know because yeah. I, I think when you when when you look like from the outside or when you know when you see footballers training or yeah. you know it, it's a lot of kind of drills and it's a lot of yeah. on the pitch stuff and and that's because again it's sort of it's similar to like when you watch crossfit like they show you all the yeah. kind of exciting interesting stuff they don't show you the you yeah. know all the ex- accessory work that people are doing with yeah. bands to try and you know there's stabilize a, there's a lot of stuff you got to do obviously outside of it it's, it's not just as simple as even in crossfit like you know you do a few exercises and you look at it and you go it looks easy <laughs> best belief it's not it's yeah. very structured it's very technique based and you know sometimes like i've had to sort of i'd say humble myself quite a lot in terms of uh you, like go back to like what you think you can lift and then what you actually can lift it's very different and then you gotta like scale it back and be like right and, and then it's like oh like, i don't feel i don't feel that because i feel like people have those this mentality where they can lift like you know or can lift that and then the technique's not on not on point and then, and then when you have to start realizing you have to scale it back, that's when people start getting like really frustrated with themselves. But I also think that that's the sort of important side of it you need. Yeah, you know what I mean, I I think at times it's not it's not like always the case, but I definitely feel that's the kind of make or break moment for someone who's going to do CrossFit for a year and yeah. someone who's going to do CrossFit for ten years. Yeah, is what do they do when they get to that? You know, when the coach is saying like, take some weight off the bar. Yeah. And you're like, well, I can lift that. It's like, well, you can't. Like, yes, technically, well, not technically. This yeah. is the problem. In a certain sense, you can make that weight go up into the air and land where you need it on yeah. your body. Yes, I agree. But that's not the way it should that's look. Not the way it right. Should you look, know, you yeah. know, so let's take some weight off the bar. Let's make sure we're doing these reps properly. And as you said, you've got to humble yourself, right? So somebody who's like, yeah, I'm here to learn. I'm here to try, you know, yeah, I want to make sure like- I'm doing it right. I feel like it's almost like CrossFit's one of those things where you're actually starting from basic. Yeah. Well, as soon as you join, if you know nothing about it and you join, you generally, I think personally, you're starting from ba- like from day one. Like, because a lot of people come into CrossFit that have, you know, nine times out of ten, they've trained in a gym or they've done something in a gym. But I think it's completely, completely different in terms of just like, okay, you can do, you know, I don't know, a push press, for example. You can do, you know, a fair few. But then when you've got to like group that with something else and something else, and it starts to realize you're in. Yeah, that, yeah, I can't do that. Do you know what I mean? Or like, you got to build to that. Do you know what I mean? And I, I see, I'm I'm looking at things the other way as well now. Yeah. And that I think CrossFit has broken me in the sense that I can't go to another gym. Yeah. So I went 100%. with a friend of mine and I went with him to a gym. Yeah. And I can't like look around. I can't look around. Yeah. I, I look around and I see people doing stuff and I'm like, oh. No, yeah. no, 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 no. I was watching these two guys doing pull-ups and they're like knocking out loads of pull-ups. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, yeah. And I'm, and I'm saying to my friend, I was like, every single one of those would be a no rep because yeah. they're doing strict pull-ups because every time they're coming down and they're basically, the arm's like an L. Yeah. They've not they've fully not extended. extended. They've yeah. not, you know, gone to, to a dead hang. Yeah. All the tension is still there and they're just springing straight back up. I was like, no, well, no, 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 no. These thing, are called yeah. the reps. <laughs> one thing I've realized is that so, you know, as, as you know, we probably we all signed up for a gym membership. I find that with gyms like, for example, like Pure Gym, you pay your, I don't know, your fee, I think it's like, what, 15 quid to sign up for a gym somewhere, I think, uh, looking back. I think that's fine, and you go and you train, but the hardest part is if if everything's full and you're only going there for a certain piece of equipment, oh, yeah. you're not going to... Take a ticket, join the queue. Yeah, take a ticket, join the queue type of thing. Whereas... I mean, with CrossFit, and like I said, I think people have this thing about it, oh, it's like either really expensive or it's like really hard. It's like, yeah, but you can scale it to how to it suits you. It's not, it's not like the most, I like, it's not like you come in and, you, and you're like absolutely like can't walk out the gym at the end of the session. It's just, I just think people put themselves through what they want to put themselves through. Yeah. I think that's what it is. I think you turn up, you see the program and then you go, like, you know, the program's there, obviously designed in a certain way for you to get stronger and get better. And I think 
that's what I like about it personally. And I think that's why I'm going to keep coming. And you come at 9.30, you said, which is a great example of that because the mix of people you have at 9.30 yeah. is like you've got, you know, mums that are just there to yeah. have a bit of, and, and you can tell that they're to like to train, <laughs> you know, they're training, they're doing well, but they're there to have a bit of fun, to catch up, but also to, you know, get uh, fit. And yeah. then you've got other people that, you know, their schedule allows them to come at that time, but they're, I don't want to say more serious, but like, yeah. you know, they're the... Mo well, you find that like the certain classes you'd, you'd probably would like, if you were serious, like if I was proper like, right, I want to go to it. The 6 a.m. class is always fully booked. Like I, I look, I look on the wadball thing that we go in 6 a.m. You wouldn't like, it's almost like it opens up and it's gone. Like it's crazy how many people like train at that early in the morning just because, and I understand why, because it's like, it's a community thing. I think people love it. I think the same places go to the same classes. And I think that's what like, you know, people will message each other probably going, are you going to 9.30? Are you going to a 930 class? And then like after they'll probably grab a coffee, like you say, and catch up and things like that. And I think that's the, that's the nice part of it as well, where it's like, you know, it brings people together. I think that's what CrossFit is all about. I think. Yeah. I think there's also like a, a level of accountability. Oh, if yeah. you, like, if you don't go for, I did, um, like yesterday I went at eight. Yeah. Um, which would have been Monday for people listening. Yeah. So generally on Monday is one of the days I can do 930. Yeah. But I had something on in the day, so I couldn't come. Yeah. So What's funny is then if, if I can't come in at 9.30, I'm coming in at 8. Yeah. And it's and it's like, you know, there's a lot of classes between yeah, 9.30 and 8, but it's just, um, or 10.30, I couldn't come in at 10.30. I couldn't come in in the morning, basically. Um, there was the, the slimmest possibility I could come in at 4, yeah. which is another class that sort of is interesting because it's not on very often. Yeah, yeah. You get some from 9.30 there. You get yeah, some yeah. from 8 o'clock. It is like a little bit of an anomaly, that class. But the idea of coming like at five, six, or seven yeah. was kind of just, nah, I can't do that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, I saw some people's names on at seven. Yeah. That I'm like, that's brave of you because I think if I'd put my name on for seven, yeah, and then the people that come at eight o'clock had come in, yeah, and seen me finishing up the workout, yeah, they'd have had something to say. <laughs> but I also think it's like it's it's a so on the flip side, it's always a nice thing where you get to meet new people. Well, that is true. This is that's why I do the podcast. <laughs> this is the thing. Like I've I've done plenty of classes. Like like I said, ninety percent of the time I'm normally nine thirty. The odd ten percent I'm probably five or six. Um, I've done your eight o'clock class, and you do see people, and you go, oh, like you know, you meet people, and then before you know it, it's like you know you start making friends i think that's just done the key of it it's like you start making friends and everything's like and it's all good and oh someone's jumping in and once again <laughs> emma dean makes an appearance emma on the podcast <laughs> can't, keep, can't keep her away can't keep her away um yeah so in terms of classes and stuff or going back to what i was saying i was saying that like yeah i think it's important that you try all the classes i think and meet new people i think that's the best thing apart from six and seven because it's impossible yeah it's to impossible get. to get in that class <laughs> Yeah. People always leg dance or... Oh. oh. <laughs> so for anyone listening, jump on Wadward at 5.30 in the morning. Yeah. Set yeah. your alarm. Yeah. Oh, but I mean, if you set your alarm and then you can't get into the class, that's yeah. got to be annoying. <laughs> you can blame you can blame Emma for that. <laughs> Just go and do open gym in the yeah, corner. Yeah. No, there's definitely no space in open gym. No space in open gym. <laughs> that's always, that's uh, always when you but. Yeah. Do laps of the car park. Yeah, we could do that at 6 a.m. Uh, see. Oh, oh, got someone else wanting to come in. Oh. Maybe she can come in. I, I, we're not keeping anyone out. Finally got her on the podcast as well. You, want, you wanted more staff in the podcast. Here, here yeah, are. Yeah. <laughs> you have to as the I know. I put that every time they put up the like the Instagram post of, oh, we've got the new, you know, this person's joining the team. Da -da. I've always put, and you're liking the comments. You see it every time. <laughs> I always put the comment like, I'm pretty sure they've been told they've got to come on the podcast. So, yeah. all right. That was a nod of approval. approval. Yeah. Next podcast, yeah. Three Maybe people witnessed that. So yeah. get ready. So Maisie's your next guest on the podcast, guys. <laughs> right. Wow. Yeah. That's not getting cut out. So. <laughs> There was a moment when Emma came in and I was like, oh, maybe I'll cut it. Or actually, when we, more when we paused just to see who else was at the door. Yeah, yeah. Thought, oh, I'll cut out this awkward pause. Uh, <laughs> uh, now it's evidence. I've got to keep it in. No, nah, that's fine. I, I think people will like, like to hear that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I said, I think, like, especially the coaches, I think they're all great. And I think, do you know what I mean? Once... I know, nice that you've waited for them to leave the room yeah, to say well, that. I just had to wait daily. I couldn't say, I couldn't say, well, too much from that. But yeah, no, obviously all the coaches, like from M to um, everyone, like, I just think, 
yeah, like depending on obviously not every class you have the same coach, which is I think quite good as well. So I think no one gets accustomed to people's coaching styles. Yeah. So I think that's important as well because I think you learn. I I mean I've had obviously all the coaches coach me at one point or another since I've been here, and all of them have found faults in one way or another, different points in my technique, which I think has helped me. Yeah, and sometimes it's the same thing. It's just a different cue. Yeah. Or. Or it's the same. It's the same thing, but they word observe it in, it in a different way. Even I, I find that. So yeah. one thing I was going to say is the fact that it might be the same thing, but how they come and approach you about it yeah. might be a completely different style. And some people react well in one way, and some people don't react in in well in the other way. So I mean, like I said, I've had one person pull me to the side after class said, "Oh, I seen you did this. Next time, maybe you should try and do this. Your form was fine, but I think you could get yeah. better reps if you did this." Well, that's nice to hear, isn't it? Yeah, oh, things like I'm that. I'm good, but I could be better. Yeah. Interesting. Or that, or it could be the fact that they might just be really on you and be like, right, maybe strip down the weight and just practice the basics, things like that. So, yeah, like I said, I mean, I've I've, I've had really good experiences with all the coaches there, and I can't, no, do you mean, and all the, even the new coaches coming in, do you mean, they seem like they know what they're doing as well. And it is crazy, isn't it? Because, you know, go back to you saying people say it's expensive. And I've always, I've always defended the cost of a CrossFit membership yeah. with don't look at it as an expensive gym yeah. look at it as a cheap personal trainer yeah because you get you do get like it, it, yes it's a class yes they're coaching you know potentially 30 people yeah but i don't think you go to a single class where you don't get some individual feedback yeah uh, and you know and you're paying a fraction of what you would be paying if you wanted to be personally coached every single yeah every single class so i but that is why and, and I'm not saying it's here in, in Bath, but in general, people that go and don't listen yeah. to the coach and don't follow or think, oh, well, I know what I'm doing or I'm going to do it. And you're kind of like, but you're, why are you spending them? I mean, you're free to do whatever you want. Yeah. But why pay? Like at this point, yeah, go to another gym and just do whatever you want. If you don't want to take advantage of, and I've, you know, we're talking about like, well, pre-COVID times when we, when we move from one stake to yeah. the football club yeah and you know no one is going to defend that gym it was horrible yeah. like no like the coaches didn't like being there the members didn't like being there but so many people still went and stuck around not for the facility not yeah. for the equipment it was just for the coaching yeah and the community and the others there so which i always will kind of put that as being in the football club was such a great thing yeah because it proved that it was all about the coaching and all about the people and it wasn't that we wanted just to be somewhere where we you know yeah like i said i think people like choose how they want to train i think personally like i said like i've come from me personally sporting background so i always train like i think crossfit and i instantly thought crossfit athlete and i thought right like being a sportsman in terms of on a footballer or whatever sport like whoever's listening wants to be I think if you come out of it and you still want to train and keep fit, there's loads of things you can do. But like keeping yourself fit and in good shape, I don't think there's anything better than CrossFit. And then even the competitions that come up and things like that. And then if you want to label yourself as a CrossFit athlete, do you mean go down that route, compare yourself against other people? Do you know what I mean? And well, I know, I know what you mean, but yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't want to label myself as an athlete. <laughs> no, but you know, you know what I'm saying. There's there's a lot of people out there that you know probably what train a lot and and you know want to compete in some way. But I think. Oh, well, I mean, you know, go back and listen to the hundred odd episodes before this one, but there's a lot of people that CrossFit was to scratch the competitive itch yeah. that they had from sometimes like, you know, 20 years ago yeah. when they stopped playing a sport and they still, you know, yeah. and they found CrossFit being that thing. For me, I, you know, I have no intention of like competing. That's not, that's yeah. not, you know, I wasn't really into sport growing up. So that's not my, end my, my end goal. I do. I have moved into being very into sport in the sense of the sport of, you know, CrossFit and the games and the semi-final thing like that and being quite, you know, knowledgeable about that. But that's still more that I want to spectate that or yeah. or talk about that than, than be involved. For me, it is that, you know, I've over the last, what, 30 odd years had a lot of different gym memberships or done a lot of yeah. different things. And just got bored very easily. You Do know, you not I, find that's the beauty of CrossFit though? It's the fact that you have, everyone has their own different angle and different goals and things like that. So it's like, if you want to be a competitive athlete, you can be. If you want to just come for the 
training just to keep yourself taking yeah. over you can if you want to just become as strong as you can or lose weight there's it like the options are there for everybody yeah. i think that's the one good thing and i think it sounds it sounds weird but it's almost like i get a buzz of seeing people that i train with at a 930 class if they were to go do a competition hit that pb i could tell me like i was with you in that class yeah. when you like do you know I mean started off when you were lifting i don't know 40 kg and now you've doubled that to eight like do you mean things like that in this oh, yeah. like, it's a nice feeling and and you know a lot of the members here that have been here for you know a long time we've seen like people come in and make incredible progress yeah like like absolutely an advert for crossfit because they come in yeah and couldn't do you know half the things and then in a you know relatively short period of time they've they've mastered all these skills, their yeah. body has transformed, they're like happier and, and you just can kind of watch it in real time and it's quite incredible. And sometimes you're, and I think it's that thing as well because it's yourself and you see yourself every day and it's like a yeah. slow thing, you know, it happens gradually, you don't notice it. And then I remember talking to someone about something that we'd done at CrossFit years ago and I was like, oh, I was gonna have to go find, see if I've probably still got a picture of it somewhere. And like I went back and found this picture of me from like, yeah. you know, five years ago. <laughs> I was like, Oh man, yeah, <laughs> I yeah. thought I'm small now, but yeah, I was tiny, though. very yeah, small. Yeah, back yeah, then. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Um, gymnastics was a lot better, but the <laughs> but the weights, no, 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 very heavy. Mm. Um, now you've you've started talking about the sport and competitions. Yeah. So you're a sportsman. Yeah. That means by nature you have that kind of killer instinct. That yeah, yeah. It's you know it's that's, in there somewhere. Probably. It has to be, otherwise you wouldn't have bothered. Like but, yeah. you know, that's that is kind of almost a universal Trait. truth of, yeah, yeah, of, yeah. of those that are competitive in in their sports. You know, otherwise you'd have given up when you were yeah, yeah. you know after the when you didn't sort of get that uh, academy nod as early as you thought. Right? Yeah, you yeah. So, what about kind of competing within CrossFit? Is that now something that you're like, yeah, 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 I've got my eyes on. I, I do things. see myself next year probably aiming towards that. I think right now, I think this year, uh, especially the year I've had, it's very been up and down in terms of training. There was, when I first joined, I was very consistent in pretty much four or five days a week, uh, training for about four or five months, kind of slapped off a little bit. I can openly say that on the podcast. Just uh, yeah, no, yeah. One, no one listens. <laughs> yeah. Fine. But uh, yeah, so slats for a little bit, but I've also, like summer, I've been around holidays and stuff. So coming up to the end of the year now, it's I'll probably get in a few more sessions before the end of the year. And then from January, it's like, you know, I'll probably try and hit the sort of ground running and try and get back, back to where I was when I first started. And then if I can get anywhere where I think I'd be decent enough to compete, I'd, I'd like to put myself forward and probably compete. I, I think that would probably be a good, a good sort of thing, probably come middle towards middle three quarters way through the year next year right oh, okay so I hopefully have have a little look on the uh the old competition corner and see what's coming up fingers crossed, uh, yeah. when you talk of like competing are you because you've you've come from a team sport yeah so are you like is is the team element something that you're like oh if i want if i'm gonna do this i want to do it with some friends i want to do it with yeah i mean or are you like no nah, i'm an individual athlete now i'm going on my own i'm gonna see I what mean, i can do funny story so one of my good friends um matt i'm gonna plug him in on this podcast. so he uh has a sort of a company uh called type strength so um matt if you're listening mate keep doing the good work um yeah so we went down to bournemouth sevens actually for like the festival so it's like um was there for about three days and there was actually a CrossFit um, event. I wasn't part of it, but um, this was before I actually joined, funny, uh, funny enough. Um, no, sorry, actually. I had already joined, but I hadn't been doing CrossFit for very long. Um, and I was down there and a few of my mates, uh, one of the guys actually did CrossFit here in Bath with me and he was part of the competition and it was a whole day. They did, I think it was something ridiculous, like 10 workouts or something. It was like it, it horrendously long. It was uh, really tough and it looked like, yeah, they were going through it and really, it was really hard. And I thought, I could do that. I'd love to do that. Yeah. But I mean, I'd want to be part of it. And I think that's probably first time I thought, yeah, I'll probably want to compete at some point. I just don't think I'm ready yet to compete. No, no. Okay. Well, yeah. You. Yeah. I like the idea you're like kind of a bit like Rocky in the mountain. You'll be like, <laughs> yeah. I'll go up there. I'll just train really hard. And yeah, yeah. Just when I, find, I don't want to even like test myself out. I want to go in there knowing that I've got that. Yeah. I just want to isolate myself and get everything right. Because I feel right now I'd, there'd be certain movements and techniques I just don't think I'd be able to so you, sort of carry on doing you would have joined after the open then yeah. so you're gonna do the open this year 
Yeah, I'd like to think I would. Uh, I, mean, I mean, you put me on the spot now, but yeah, I'd like uh, to think. Uh, no, 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 sorry. Uh, you, you misheard me. You thought it was a question. Uh, so, what what so I said yes. is, ah, so you're going to do so the I'm Open this year. So I'm going to do the Open this year, yes. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, that's, like, that's a great kind of tester almost because mm. it's not a competition in the sense of like, yeah, going for a week, going away for the weekend and doing, yeah, yeah. you know, 10 workouts over the weekend. And it's three weeks. It's one or sometimes two, but one workout yeah. on that day and everyone is doing And that's great because you get to see everyone do it. Like, as we said, like the 930 class with the spectrum of, yeah. of athletes and people you've got there. Yeah. And you kind of, you're all taking on the workout the same way. And, you know, and there is, I mean, they set it up with a an RX scaled and foundation scaling. So you can sort of, you know, pick your battle, pick your battle almost yeah. and, and see how, you know, and, and, and it might be that this year you're like, okay, well, I did two out of three of the workouts. I did the RX, yeah. but one of them I had to scale. So, you know, I've got a good goal for, like what was it about that workout that made me need to scale it? Oh, yeah, it was yeah. this movement that I couldn't do at that weight. Right. Got a good sort of goal for next year that I want to be able to do that at that weight or, or things like that. Yeah. But I love I love how you're telling me this. Like you, this is what's going to happen next year. This is what well, you've got to yeah, do. Just, I'm just telling you this is how it works. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then, um, you know, I, I mean now, controversially, um, it, it was the top 10% in the open yeah. moved on to the quarterfinals. Okay. It was again, an online competition, uh, but it's over just a, you know, it was just a weekend of event of workouts. Um, and so it was, you know, everybody does the open top yeah. 10, top 10% within each region. So how, not how many people do you know apply? Is it like in terms of the open, is there like a amount of people? I don't know. You have to do a Google search maybe, but. Yeah, I mean, we, we can look it up easily enough, but they have just changed it to the top 25%, oh. which um, has upset a number of people, but I I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't care. I think, um, well, if you want to know what I think, go to Jason CF Media on YouTube because I've done a video about it and explained the change. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, is it just a cash grab from CrossFit or actually, yeah. you know, you've got people, that, so the Open used to be, well, it used to be a lot better, but in most recent history, it used to be five weeks, yeah. and then they changed it to three weeks. Okay. And there's a lot of people that still, every year when they announce it's going to be three weeks, are like, why three weeks? Oh, it was better when it was five weeks. And I almost feel it's about 25% that feel that way. Yeah. Well, they can have the quarterfinals. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. Crossfit Open 2023 signups. This will be cut. This this bit will be cut. What is really uh -huh. unbelievably? I'm finding the answer on a morning chalk up article, which really <laughs> which hurts me. Oh no, I'm not because because it's behind a paywall uh, and I'm not paying for it. So that's right. We can come back to that. I mean, I probably could just open the app and it should tell me. I could probably just look at my position and I'll be like, all right, now I know. I'll tell you what, it'd just be interesting to see if more people applied like year on year, if it's increased year on year. So it... Mm -hmm. I think that's why I more asked. It's increased, it it's increased in the last three years. Yeah. But it has not caught up to the absolute peak of 2019 when it was at its... Do you think COVID then had an impact on... COVID did have an impact. Well, yeah, I had an um, impact. But... but also some other drama within CrossFit had an yeah. impact. Yeah. Um, but it is still trending up. It, it will never have the exponential growth that it had back then. Yeah. Um, when it was, you know, it was a new and exciting thing and there was all this media around it and stuff like that. And, you know, and it had this, you know, yeah, this it, insane growth. Yeah, yeah. Now it has a more, its growth is different as well because it had this massive growth, but primarily in America. Like yeah. that was, and now because the majority of the media and the majority of the focus is still in America, there's this concept that, that CrossFit is dying, that CrossFit isn't growing or its growth is sort of, very minuscule mm. 
But actually, when you look at it on a global scale, mm. you do see that, well, actually, like in Europe and in other parts of the world, CrossFit is booming and it's growing very well and it's very healthy and it is growing at a sustainable rate and a, and a rate you would sort of expect yeah. things to grow like comparatively. And, and you know, there's data people like there was a whole thing recently is CrossFit dying and it was all based on search engine terms and like yeah. the peak of, you know, when it was search in 2019, how many people were Googling CrossFit and things like that. And I like that's, you know, on the one hand, you're like, well, that's, that's empirical data. That's there. That's a fact. You can't argue that. Yeah. But I can argue that people didn't know what CrossFit was. I mean, if I was so, being completely honest, in, yeah. Yeah, in, in 2019, if I see someone walking around with a CrossFit shirt or they say, oh, I'm going to go do CrossFit tonight. I'll, oh, cool, great, great, great. Then I go, grab my phone and like, Google, what is CrossFit? Sure. And um, whereas now, if I see someone, you know, if you see someone going around doing CrossFit, you're like, oh, yeah, CrossFit, and that's that thing. You know, you, they don't need to go and Google it. They already kind of know what it is. So that's going to have an effect. But it doesn't necessarily mean it's not, growing yeah. it's just i don't know it's just what it is <laughs> no i know what you're saying it's more the fact that i mean like i said when i came out like covid came back moved back home things like that then um crossfit never was the first thing i thought of like you know in terms of fitness inside i did i didn't think of crossfit at first like i said it's through other people like speaking of like um, CrossFit and stuff. I see like people like you know like Justin Kness uh, and stuff like that, and he's like absolutely killing it in terms of like the stuff he's putting out on social media and stuff. And I think that's like, I think nowadays it's going from the fact that you're looking at those types of people now to be like, what sort of training do they do? Right. Yeah. And I feel like social media is that like you know they play into that narrative and be like, this is how you know how I got into such good shape, things like that. And I think, well, I was, sorry, oh, I was at your face. Yeah. Suddenly, I'm buzzing in my ear. <laughs> and I just think. um that's where it um it's where it comes from really. I think it comes from like nowadays it's gonna be more like online like content creators instead of like that's where I think people now look look to go right, that's I want to emulate them in some sort of way. Yeah. Uh, and I, I mean a lot of that within CrossFit, like CrossFit had a media team, they were putting out all this media, like promoting all their stuff, and yeah. then in twenty nineteen they turned around and just fired the whole media team and, yeah. and there was no more media basically and and the idea was kind of well you go and make the media and, and you're doing and, and actually it's funny because people are very critical of this decision yeah. that yeah. they made uh, and maybe it didn't work exactly as they thought or as Craig Glassman thought at the time sort of thing but a lot of the people that are very critical and people listen to who are very critical and many of them were you know even involved in the media teams yeah. now they have big followings on their own individual platform. platforms yeah and you're like but don't you don't you realize yeah, that yeah, it's yeah. like this actually it was very hard for you at the time and yeah i bet it hurt to you know lose yeah. your job like of course it did but now you do have this platform and, and then you can moan and complain about crossfit but people listen to you and the reason they listen to you is because you've got this platform that was actually created because yeah you, you know, you, happened, you'd yeah. already trained up within crossfit you know you had all the it's like a lot of the, the companies are very successful now, you know, and they get when they when they went out on their own. I mean, they already had the phone numbers of yeah. the top athletes, the people they could reach out to. They'd already met them because they were working for CrossFit when they'd met them at, you know, the games or semifinals, yeah. things like that. So it's like, it's not like CrossFit let you go with nothing. You had a reputation and you had, you know, contacts and your foot was already in the door. And that has enabled you to, you know, use that to yeah, flourish 100%. so it, it's right but i think you're right there's it's, it's a double-edged sword though isn't it with the with like the media stuff because the same you know the the social media posts that can draw one person to crossfit are the same posts that drive someone else away, away from CrossFit, yeah. um and I, I just find that like in terms of the content creators obviously there's a lot out there that promote crossfit as justin's just one of many um I think personally, like personally, I look at his stuff and think he's doing a very good job. I think he's very, like talking about him personally, I'd say he keeps his stuff very, like you know, on the on the on the job. Um, it's very. I don't think, like, I think you you find most people sell like like you know like, oh if you come and do this like you'll get like this will happen you'll get this benefits and stuff. I think, I think like some people like name like Justin he mainly keeps it real and just says look this is the type of training I do. They post their workouts. 
I mean, I see even some of the coaches post their workouts and yeah. stuff. And I think it's just as simple as that. I do think that, again, within CrossFit, people that are like oh, a bit critical about social media or what's being posted or, oh, yeah. this is driving people. I do think sometimes, you know what you need to do is maybe take a step back yeah. and look at the rest of the world of fitness yeah. where you've got people like peddling pre-workouts and supplements and all of this when they are juiced to the gills but yeah. they're like yeah this is a this natural test booster is what got me to my and i don't see that I've, happening yeah, here exactly. do you know what i mean like with yeah. not not at all but like not to the degree and I, I was thinking about the other day i mean here i'll sign out to you now if anyone's listening and they steal this idea i'll be upset but because i was thinking about you know every year we do the when the games comes around and then there's the the random drug test and like somebody pops and there's always it's like oh the drug problem of crossfit kind of thing yeah and a part of me is thinking like crossfit doesn't have a drug problem no in the way the rest of the fitness world has a drug problem yeah when you have teenagers getting millions of followers on tiktok and instagram and things like that watching them like cycle trend yeah and promoting it as a you know, oh, if you want to get gains, you've got to, you know. Yeah, I mean, like, it's you, the same you don't, sport, you, you're too scared to be on these. Yeah. And it's like, that that's a drug problem. The problem we have in CrossFit is that you're saying the top tier elite athletes are using and like you know, and cycling on and off and avoiding drug tests and this and that. And it's misleading the other people, the people that are really trying hard. And it's like, yeah, but, but the point is that those people are really trying hard yeah. to train to be on top of their nutrition, to do their, like they're, they're putting in all the hard work to try and get these results. That may be unattainable without yeah, yeah. some help, but they're trying that. So actually in a roundabout way, it's good for them. Yeah. I Versus think, yeah. these kids that are watching these influencers are telling them, yeah, go out, get, you know, buy stuff that was going to help you. Yeah. Right. It's going to yeah. mean that when you're 20, you need to have, you know, yeah. testosterone injections because you've, absolutely tanked your tea count but hey you yeah. know think of the gains yeah and i think that's a like in the grand scheme of health and fitness that is a problem yeah the fact that you know last year it was it jason smith popped for pds and africa didn't have someone representing them at the games is sad yeah but that's much worse like i said i think that's when you start going down the route of crossfit athletes and things like that and it's like bringing it full circle is like in sport in general, it's like you hear all sorts of stories and cases of people trying to get that little bit of edge over, over, you know, other people. And like, one thing I'd say is the fact that, especially in CrossFit, like I said, obviously I've never, I haven't competed yet. And uh, you know what I mean, like, I haven't competed yet. Yet. <laughs> but in terms of like, from what I've seen from all the people that I've interacted with in CrossFit, like you get a varied sort of ability scale, and and I think everyone's just trying to do their very best to become as fit as they can, as strong as they can. And like I said, and I think you get one, you know, saying the one bad apple ruins it. Like, I mean, you, you yeah. have like a, you know, a really famous CrossFit athlete and he might get, you know, caught on doing something in terms of the legal substance or whatever. And that puts a bad name on yeah. out there or something. But I think like you say, 99% yeah. of everyone's... And, and I still think even though like, even the the amount it has happened and the numbers that we have seen, again, comparatively, yeah, it's it's not that much. It's not yeah. like other sports, um, and you know, and and I mean as, as well, at least like yes, even even if it is happening and they are cheating and things like that, it's sort of like, you know, yeah, maybe it's giving you advantage and you're beating that person in a workout, but it's not like you're in a combat sport where you're physically, physically beating yeah. that person with help then, yeah, kind of thing so you know at the end of the day it's not good but i i i think it's as, as we've always with these things oh boy does it get clicks and likes and views so let's yeah but but i do i do think sometimes it's good to you know again there is crossfit health and there's crossfit the sport and yeah maybe the sport we could say you know, that has an issue with with PDs and things like that, yeah. to a degree, as all sports do. I think that's like you know, but the health high, side of things. Yeah. I think it's. Um, yeah. I, I think. I think the after the rest of the fitness world is much worse. Yeah, <laughs> like I said, in terms of the health side of things, like, like I said, you will get people from all sorts of different sort of backgrounds and areas, and that's why I love CrossFit. I genuinely, I 
I don't think a lot of ever sort of doing it, if I'm being honest. Yeah. I think it's probably, like, in terms of training, it's amazing. I think the people you meet along the way is amazing. Like, I've got a mate now who's out in Thailand. He does CrossFit yep. out in Thailand. And if I'm ever out in Thailand, he's saying, come and train with him. So it's like, you've already made, do you know what I mean, yeah. connections out there. And... It is nice, the global nature that you know that, you know, you can just Google CrossFit. And that, again, that's, you know, we were talking off mic about the affiliate yeah, yeah. fees and, and what that means. And it is that ability of you saying, well, I'm on holiday, I'm going to you know well, yeah, wherever that, it is yeah. in the world i'll google crossfit and whichever gym pops up and it's and i see it's a crossfit box yeah i know i can go there i know i can drop in i know i can do a workout, do a workout. and even if i don't speak the language i'll look at the whiteboard and a thruster is a thruster a warble is a warble they're both horrible but i know what they are in any language yeah nice. and, and like I, said, I think that's the best thing about it is the fact that i think a lot of people want uh, on that fitness journey I think nowadays, especially because we've obviously with two years of being cooped up in the house, I think everyone wants to like try and get as um, I know I do anyway. Do you know what I mean? I need to get back in some sort of shape. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, not round. No, yeah, exactly. So, you know, like I said, that's, that's why I think I'll keep sticking out. I'm mean, like I said, when I, um, well, we were talking off uh, Mike about the strength and depth stuff as well, weren't we? I think so, yeah. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, because you were you worked at the uni. University in Bath, yeah. So I worked there for a bit and to go back to my point it was more of a, so i actually set up i used to help set up the events for strength and depth right. and things like that so yeah even doing all that and then watching them compete and things like that and then it's like you get people that like i said doing their first event to people that are doing their like 20th like do you know I mean it's like it's one of those ones where it's like oh wow like like you never seen like a, a group of community people like come together and celebrate when people have hit like a one rep max or a pb or whatever do you know what i mean so so you've helped set up strength and depth in the past. Yeah. Now, I'm I'm guessing you're not involved at FitFest this no. coming weekend. No, 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 no. Okay. But I think in I want to say February again. Yeah. That, that that doesn't sound right to me. Maybe it is. Yeah. So they've got Sid Origins at the uni. Yeah. Are you going to be volunteering to help out at the event and work, or, but work for uh, it, not for the uni, but for myself? Yeah. For for um for strength for and depth. Strength and depth something i'll think about yeah definitely well, they're always looking for volunteers i believe if i'm not wrong that the volunteer form is already really? already available yeah so you can uh you can volunteer and and Might a lot of the members here yeah are volunteers there oh, whether nice. it's um you know like athlete control or registration equipment yeah, yeah they've got quite a few judges around here but um yeah so uh, they've been doing it for a long time, something all of these. About. So uh, it's yeah. something to think about. Yeah, There's a good. few few freebies coming your way as well, which is nice. Yeah. Yeah. But um, but also, if you get the chance just to go, like that one, uh, talking of, you know, abilities and communities and all of that, because they're these big teams yeah. from different gyms and they've got, you know, and it's it's not forfeit friends that have, like, don't yeah, necessarily yeah. train to it is you know, you've got all these, it's, I want to say it's five and, is it five and four? No. Oh, getting it wrong now. I'm going to cut that out. Yeah. Anyway, so you've got, it's, you know, a mix of men, women, masters. Yeah. So you've got to have two athletes. One's going to be over 35, one's going to be over 45. Yeah. You've got to have a mix of, of men and women. And it just becomes like, a, a, you know, a spectacle to watch all these people. And then you've got the gyms there and then you've got the community that have come down from their gym to cheer them We've on and families stuff. as well like you know what I mean? there's a lot it's, of people uh, in attendance it's a good good it's a good time but a lot of other competitions not strength and depth but a lot of others also you've got your scaled divisions you've got you know yeah. masters divisions things like that so there's always something for for everyone apart from me but there's something for everyone else i don't think like i said from january next year i think i'll be looking to try and proper i think this year was more of a uh, like I said, there's, uh, it's been very up and down this year for me personally because obviously I've been away a lot and doing a lot of different things. Um, work especially, it's been difficult this time of year with the Christmas like Christmas market for um, for what I do. But yeah, I think from next year it'll be very interesting to see what my sort of schedule looks like. Because I, like I said, I've, I've, I I think in terms of priorities, number one is training and keeping fit. I think you know if you keep yourself fit, that's like the main thing, isn't it? So. Yeah. Well, it helps with many other things, doesn't it? Yeah, it does, it does. And it just, and I think, like I said, I mean, like I said, obviously, if you can get in early in the morning train, it kind of sets your day up quite nicely. Do you know what I mean? Because I think, I mean, I, like, I don't mind training in the evening, but I think 
if you go through the whole day working, it's just like you get to the end, it's like your day's kind of like, oh, I've just had a hard day at work, I've done this, and then it's like you go to train. I don't, I'm not, like, I don't really like that kind of feeling. I prefer to get out of the way, get to go to work, and yeah. then everything else is done. Yeah, I do like that. The only thing I do find is if I know I'm coming in at eight, yeah. it makes me really behave myself through the whole day. Like yeah, I know. what I'm eating, what I'm drinking, like I'm. I'm really like, well, no, 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 because I know at eight I'm coming in. Yeah, it's just discipline, isn't it? It's like, for me, like, I always have like a few like last minute plans, especially when I might be like, oh, after work, let's just go grab food or go, go to the pub, you know, that sort of stuff. And then it's like, if you've got a class eight, you can't do that. No, no, you can't do that. Yeah. You've got kids waiting for you at home. Yeah. That, so it's <laughs> That's the same. The so, same, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so you, I quite often ask people about goals, but you've kind of already mentioned quite a few of your, your yeah. different goals. Anything. So the only question remaining is who else do you want to hear on the podcast? Oh, who do I want on the podcast? That's a good one. Oh, are we talking about coaches or are we talking about it could be anybody? Any, anybody. Within reason. Within reason. Yeah. <laughs> um Andy Tinner. I'd I'd like to see Andy Tinner on there because he's a Well Tinner has been on. Has he? But he's probably due for a he's due for a he's due for another due one, for a he? return. Yeah. yeah. I think we talked about him being like an excited puppy <laughs> in, in the box. And yeah, yeah. Actually, it was tough. Actually, we we recorded. Um, we couldn't get into this room, and we were we recorded like midday, but kind of yeah, yeah. you know by the co coffee machine while people were doing some open gym. Yeah, there was yeah. silence. You know, very distracting to see what they were doing. Yeah. And like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> so, all right, I'll, I'll I'll have a chat with Tim. Let's get him back on. He's done a lot of trips and stuff since then, so he's probably got some. Uh, yeah, he's probably got some stories as well. Some new stories. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. All right. Well, thank you. Perfect. Now. Thank you for having me on. Oh, we'll get a handshake as well. Yes. This is a first formal, for the podcast. Yeah. We didn't do that in the days of Zoom over COVID. <laughs> um, I look well. We we do see each other quite regularly yeah. because you've mentioned nine thirty class, and I'm probably there. Nine so day, um, yeah. anyway, I will be keeping an eye on on your thank training. You. To be fair, and, now um, I've got someone else to hold me accountable. So it's I'll all good. Uh, I'll send you a message just before the open to <laughs> make sure you. you've uh, make sure up. you signed up and got to send me the list as well yeah. for the. Um, to sign up for the strength and depth, you got yeah, I've got to, I'll send you a link to that as well. Yeah. Oh, so I'm yeah. doing a lot of admin busy for this guy. Yeah. I'm not getting any kickback from any of this, <laughs> as well, which is unfortunate for me. All right. <laughs> Once I start becoming a big time crossfit athlete, and then I'll yeah, exactly. When you're at the games, you'll yeah. be like, oh, and I owe it all to Jason, and you yeah. call me up, and I'm like, up, oh bring, yeah, bring nice. Ah. Well, thanks, Donnell, for coming on. No, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Don't forget to go up and say hi to Daniel when you see him at 9.30 or 8 o'clock. Preferably before my or session. Or sometimes 5 and 6. <laughs> yeah. yeah, not after the session. Yeah. I might be on the floor passed out. <laughs> yeah. Or sometimes when you're doing biking, rowing, and running, you'll see him in the corner doing yeah. something else in the open gym. <laughs> Crime. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Thank you, Daniel, and thanks, everybody. Thank you.